For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Guarding the last outpost of freedom like a beacon of light to the world. And exercising our freedom of speech like we're the third monkey on the ramp to Noah's Ark. And brother, it's starting to rain. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis Sar Avalone. These truck drivers in Ottawa, they're the new freedom fighters. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are protests. They are plain and simple protests. Let's not elevate the honking of horns. Mm-hmm. To the same level as bullets and bombs or setting fire okay. to cities. It's not the same thing as looting stores. Honking your horn is not taking away anybody else's property. Right. This right? isn't Sarajevo. Uh-huh. This, there are no snipers. Okay, yeah. let's not let's not make a mountain out of a molehill. Mm-hmm. We're talking about truckers right. who apparently have been prohibited from sounding their horns yeah. for, what, 24 hours, 48 yeah. hours? Yeah. I mean... Obviously, the residents of Ottawa find that very annoying. And I understand that. But this is about freedom. This is about our very existence mm-hmm. as free people around the world. That And Canada, of course, they claim to be free. Yeah. And we're it's gonna, a free country, it, right? It's not really. Oh. Not, no? not whatsoever. Not? Oh. And look, the other part of this, these truckers, they're not advocating for any revolution here's a revolution is defined as a forcible overthrow of a government right or social order uh in favor of a new system no one is trying to overthrow the government of canada there's been no use of force all they want to do these truckers and and they've been joined by folks from all around the world who are supporting them they just want to return to normalcy they who don't doesn't want who does not want that they don't want to have to take a vaccine that they don't want to take. They don't want to be forced to put something in their bodies that hasn't been around for very long, that does have potentially fatal side effects, and that if something goes wrong, has no consequences for the either the government or the companies that make the vaccine. See, they just they want freedom of choice. Right. Well, they want to fix those policies that most thinking people now uh-huh. realize did little. Or nothing to protect the people. Right. And it caused a great deal of economic and social harm in the process. Especially since the justifications for these mandates are not based on actual science. Justin Trudeau says this is all about keeping Canada one of the one of the whole central ideas of being Canadian is that we understand we have a responsibility to take care of the other person, the, each other, right? Well, look, you get the vaccine. That doesn't stop anybody else from getting not, COVID. No, not at all. A vaccine, and it's not a full vaccine. It's a shot. It will lower your risk of dying from COVID. That's it. No, I think these truckers are leading a thought revolution. They're, they're Look, you remember Biden when he said that basically, you know, he downplays the the threat of a revolution from the people because the people don't have F-15s and nuclear weapons. Yeah, right. You remember, I do that? remember that? Yeah. Well, look, all you got to remember, 
are the three million truck drivers mm-hmm. in the United States. Can you imagine Well, if they brought Washington to gridlock? We may not have to imagine because just as truckers self-organized in Canada and they've shut down not just Ottawa, but they've closed down parts of Quebec. They've pl- closed down parts of the the, uh, the border crossing between Montana and Alberta. They've closed that down. Well, just as that's going on, there are truckers in the United States saying, we need a convoy to head to Washington, D.C. We may see the same thing play out here in the U.S. So basically, these truckers are protesting these vaccine mandates right. when, by the way, most of the truckers in Canada... yeah. Are already vaccinated. Most of the people that are actually participating in those protests are also vaccinated. And so now Ottawa police, if you bring, for example, Mm -hmm. if you wanted to bring a ham sandwich. Yes. Or, you know, a a box of donuts Mm. to one of the truckers. Donuts. That are that are protesting there in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. The police can arrest you. Can they for bringing support uh-huh. for supporting supporting the protesters? I see. So if you're in favor of supreme of free speech and you want to help somebody Absolutely. have free speech in Canada, they will arrest you. And and, and yet there's there's been no violence. Right. It's been a they, peaceful. There are truckers that actually got in trouble for picking up trash. Right. There's been no garbage. Right. I mean, people are feeding one another. The, the there, officers, there's been no graffiti. Police officers were upset. Because the people that were picking up trash didn't have helmets on. Not kidding. Okay, I don't even know when it. The the only crimes I've seen in Canada have been the police officers who stole fuel from the the truckers, and of course they did it because the mayor of Ottawa said confiscate all their fuel. Well, that seems to be a crime to me, but I'm not seeing the truckers committing crimes. But see here in the United States, and let's just kind of compare and contrast here okay the canadians believe Mm -hmm. that their constitution's charter of freedoms Mm -hmm. protects them that provides them the freedoms that they enjoy ordinarily okay now the u.s bill of rights recognizes the pre-existence of our rights and freedoms right here in the united states our rights come from the creator exactly that's the distinction yes freedoms in canada are subject to the approval of the government or the crown, if you will, they possess the right to prescribe what are the reasonable limits upon your freedom. Reasonable limits. Okay. Reason- well, that is that is a direct mm-hmm. quote. Mm-hmm. So Biden, he may fantasize here in America that no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is, is absolute. absolute. I was talking to Dad. I said, Dad, are there any amendments to the Constitution that ab- are absolute? He's but like, see, here's the thing. maybe the 22nd, no, no. 27th, buddy. You're, you're absolutely right. But here's the thing. Here's the distinction. The United States Constitution leaves no such room as it does in Canada for the government's ability to interpret Americans' rights. Right. And, and that has been... That, I mean, there's a great deal of legal precedent. Our Constitution is designed to limit the government's power. Most other countries' constitutions limit individual people's power. That's a big distinction. And see, this is why we say that prayer is so very needed for our country, for our very way of life, is because without the Creator, mm-hmm. there are no rights 
to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. As Canada Mm -hmm. is proving what man can give, man can take away. Yes, even just self-centered entitlement like Justin Trudeau. And if we continue to elect men and women who don't acknowledge that our rights come from the Creator, or that there's even a Creator in the first place, Mm, good point. how can these elected officials possibly pretend to protect our rights? Okay, but has AOC pretended to protect anybody's rights? That's, that's not what she's about. She's about collectivism. She's about giving up your individual rights for the greater good. The greater good does not lead to good for a greater amount of people. So I don't know how many folks understand the distinction here in terms of what we are dealing with in Canada mm-hmm. compared to the United States. We have a pre-existing right that is granted to us by our Creator. Yes. That, those are our freedoms yes. that are granted by our Creator. Yes. They don't have to be granted by the government. But in Canada, Canada decides. The Canadian government, their, their judicial system I, I, decides how free their people are. So when they say they're a democracy, okay. only as long as the government is happy with those rights that you have. In Canada, their freedoms actually are granted by the creator. It's just the government oh, you're has absolutely ignored right. that self-evident truth. Excellent distinction. And when our government ignores it, we become closer and closer to what Canada's going through every day. Let's get to the top three things you need to know before them all. First thing you need to know before tomorrow, President Biden's top science advisor resigned yesterday after evidence was uncovered that he was rude to his staff. Eric Lander was the head of the Office of Science and Technology Policy and is the first cabinet level appointee to leave the Biden administration. An internal investigation was started last year after a complaint from an employee. And while that employee's demotion was determined to be legitimate, it did uncover reports that Lander had bullied employees and demeaned them verbally. Yesterday morning, Biden said he would allow Lander to remain, but Lynn later in the day accepted Lander's resignation. Wait a minute. Yeah. Why would he allow him to remain? I mean, if these reports are, in fact, accurate. I don't know. I mean, and what was he so upset about? Well, because he was rude to people. I understand, but we're all following the science. He should be happy. Second thing you need to know before tomorrow, Alabama will not have to redraw its congressional districts to give Democrats an extra seat in the House. An appeals court had ruled that Alabama needed to create a second minority-majority congressional district, effectively giving the Democrats an extra seat in Congress and taking one away from Republicans. But the Supreme Court overruled that lower court decision and will allow the map that was approved by the state legislature to go into effect. The ruling was 5-4 with Chief Justice Roberts siding with the liberal justices. You know, where in the Constitution does it say we need to shape congressional districts uh, to suit certain demographics? I mean, other than the fact that, yeah, I get it. I get it. We need you want, equal representation. Right. That's that's all you really have to accomplish. And the third thing you need to know before tomorrow, Oregon's mask mandate is coming to an end slowly. Oregon's top doctor, uh, Dr. Dean Slidinger announced the statewide mask mandate for indoor places will be lifted no later than March 31st. That also applies to schools. However, school boards will still have the ability to issue local mask mandates in Oregon for their campuses even after the end of March. There is an increasing number of studies that have shown mask mandates have not had any effect on slowing the spread of COVID-19. And I think little by little, municipality by municipality, they're realizing the same. Coming up next, we're talking with the American Mamas. Stick around. 
You're standing on American ground with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. Well, the popularity of Obama phones during the Obama administration yeah, yeah. were wildly. Oh, man. Successful. Yeah, they were great. They came with uh, preloaded with some of that uh, software, those games like uh, you didn't build that. But you know what and, I'm talking about? Um, yeah, the Obama phones. Oh yeah, you got the free phones. A- right. right. Everybody, everybody got the free phones. Everybody got a free phone. Yeah, everybody got. Free well, phones. most folks did get well, a free phone. So yeah. now I'm thinking, what is Biden going to do? What? Mm-hmm. What? I mean, you can't. You've already got the phones out there, so mm-hmm. you got the Obama phones. So right. What is Biden? How about the Biden mm-hmm. crack pipe? <laughs> No, I'm serious. Yeah, it's the Biden crack pipe. Sure. Well, no, it's not. No, I'm. I'm not kidding. The federal government uh-huh. is spending thirty million dollars to okay. distribute crack pipes to underserved communities. It's not a joke. No, through, they're doing it's it. Sad though. They're doing it through the Department of Health and wait, Human Services. Wait, wait, wait. Underserved communities are these communities that don't have enough crack pipes. Yeah, is that what we're saying? They don't have enough crystal. Yeah. They don't have enough crystal methamphetamines. Yeah, or any this, s- this sort is of underserved. We've got to spread the drug problem around equally. We can't wait have minute, some communities not having enough druggies. Well, actually, the federal government said that they these underserved communities uh-huh. will advance racial. Equity, right? Because you got to make sure that you've got a rainbow of drug addicts in this country. You can't just have one race that's that's a drug addled and completely no uh, incapable of going on with your own lives. You got to have like a Benetton ad of people who are strung out. Let's go on to something else, please. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Mitch McConnell. Oh my lord! Speaking of a Benetton ad, take a listen to what Mitch McConnell had to say about Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. Well, let me give you my view of what happened January the 6th. And we're all, we're here. We're here. We, we, we saw what happened. It was a violent insurrection for the purpose of trying to prevent the peaceful transfer of power after a legitimately certified election from one administration to the next. Just just That's shut that off. Was. Shut that off. Shut that off. A couple so, of those things are factually inaccurate. It was all, not an insurrection. Yeah, no one has been right? arrested for being an insurrection. It was not an insurrection. It was a riot. Uh, which we're not condoning. And and if that was a violent riot, then you got to go back and explain the mostly peaceful riots from the summer before, because those two things don't quite add up. Walking around with Viking horns on your head and waving a flag, not quite the same thing as looting a CVS. And of course, he supports uh-huh. Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger. Well, I shouldn't be supporting them. But the other thing he said, it was, it was a fully certified... No, no, no. This was actually during the middle of the certification. This was not yet a fully certified election. But that's just a he factual said, he quibble. He said the rioters were trying to prevent uh-huh. a certified election. Well, and you know what? You could say that. That's why they went in. They did not want the the vote counting to go forward in the Senate. That's that's accurate. But okay, we got a question for our American mamas, dear mamas. Why does the left not see the truth when people like Stacey Abrams parades around without a mask among our children? What will it take to wake them up? Well, let's ask our American mamas. Mama, mama. She 
And joining us now are American Mamas, Terry Nettaville and Denise Arthur. So Stacy Abrams went to an elementary school, I guess, for a campaign stunt. But she, was, she said she was reading books for uh, Black History Month. And then she made all the kids make sure they were wearing masks so she could take her mask off and smile big for the cameras and post them to her social media platforms. Mask for thee, but not for me. That's right. She says. She's falling and right the, along oh, the lines. Oh, oh, and then all hell fire broke loose. So <laughs> then she tried to take it down. Not yeah. only did she take it down, because the principal yeah. there, yeah. Principal Brookins, had posted it to her account. That, I think, is where, she had, where Abram shared it from. That woman deleted her entire Twitter. But what she don't know is, see, it's too late. It is. It's too late. The genie's out. The genie's out of the bottle. This is just, it's getting old. And I love the backlash because it is like people, uh, people that weren't awake, they're waking up now. And you see all of a sudden all of these mask mandates are being lifted by these governors all over. Like people have had it. So this kind of worked in our favor. But what was so funny to me is um, Lauren Wargo, she's a spokesperson person for Abram. She tweeted that Stacy trusts science and supports masking in schools and it's, as it's the current CDC recommendation, she wore a mask to the event and removed it at the podium so she could be heard by students watching remotely and for photos, but only with folks who were masked. Yet, Photos have been released that suggested that Abrams kept her mask off for most of the visit. There's plenty of pictures of her taking lies, lies. and the kids all have from all ages. I'm looking at these; these look like high schoolers with masks on, and she's smiling right there with them without her, her mask on. These are the ones that are such proponents of masking. They are forcing this law or this mandate in their cities. Well, yeah, because we're murdering people if we don't have one on. It's yeah. like a whole moral high ground thing. But so. think about it; this goes along with um, Mayor Eric Adams. He's been seen without his mask. You know, um, the California governor, the California mayor. Yeah, Eric Garcetti. And uh, during the, the, yes. the playoffs, remember, he was posing with um, some some sports. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. He was posing yeah. with Magic Johnson. He took his mask off. he said he didn't off. breathe during oh, it. Oh, yeah, he held his breath like, the whole like time. He yeah, he didn't, like <gasps> he didn't take Remember that when Clinton said that? I didn't, I didn't <laughs> inhale. He did not I, inhale. Listen, yeah. the funniest thing today has been the article that uh, Pierce uh, Morgan, Morgan wrote. And he said. said, so as the fury grew, Abrams resorted to plan B of the Megan princess pinocchio markle woke handbook on how to deflect blame for wrongdoing so what did she do she immediately immediately acted like how can you attack me when i was uh, doing a you know it was all about about black Black history History month yeah so there you know what she threw that card out there because that's the diversion that works every time so if you criticize her for keeping all the masks by the way there were black kids Hispanic kids, Asian kids, white kids. All the kids were masked regardless of the race. She's not masked, but that's okay because Black History Month. Well, that's what they do. They deflect. She wasn't wasn't protecting her uh, black students. Well, she she deflected, and that's what they do best. Yeah, And they bring in the racism. They bring in Black History Month. And then she added that this is pathetic, transparent, and silly attack. This pathetic, transparent, and silly attack is beneath anyone who claims he wants to lead Georgia. Talking about Brian Kemp, because he came in and kind of had some words against her too saying this is literally hypocrisy at its finest so you're a hypocrite and you go uh no if you call me a hypocrite you shouldn't lead georgia yeah that's right she's saying that that's a pathetic transparent silly attack and it's beneath anyone no what's beneath someone 
woman is the fact that you want rules for thee, but not for you. You literally have been pushing this mandate. You've been forcing people, making people feel like that they she are criminals. She says You would think yeah. she'd be scared. Yeah. She's, she knows the truth. She knows that these masks are ridiculous. And she knows, that I think, all of a sudden, people have pivoted. You should have heard MSNBC and the morning show with uh, Minka and what's Joe. Well, yeah, I mean, the oh. uh, even The View went after yeah. her. The yeah. View went after her. But I thought, listen, I just can't get past Pierce. He, he's just too funny. Because he said in his article, he said, President Abraham Lincoln once described a hypocrite as the man who murdered his own parents and then pleaded for mercy on the grounds that he was an orphan so <laughs> she this is her I mean, yeah. look, she's she blew herself Not up. Not just her, she though. She up. represents oh, a yeah. lot of the Democrat leaders that are doing this. And we're catching them all the way from Nancy Pelosi two years ago when she went to her hair salon. Yeah. All the way to Garcetti, who said that he was didn't breathe when he it's just... It's starting to be rapid we, we fire. We get it. We're, it's starting to be yeah, rapid fire with these rule breakers. So you, it, it, if you didn't have your it. eyes open when Pelosi got her hair done, surely you paid attention to Stacey Abrams. Virtue signaling. I think what was pathetic and transparent was her mask. If you'd like to ask our American Mamas a question, go to our website, AmericanGroundRadio.com slash Mamas and click on the Ask the Mamas button. Terry Nutterville, Denise Arthur, thank y'all. Coming up next, we're digging deep. Stick around. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Lewis Sar Evelone. I mean, the United States Department of Health and Human Services has been very busy. Now, First, we talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. They're distributing crack pipes to underserved communities right, in, in order to advance racial equity. Yes, so that you have the appropriate percentage of different races who are addicted to life-threatening drugs. Okay. And now uh-huh. they are forcing... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free and Anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Insurers, health insurance companies mm-hmm. to pay for gender transitions. They're going to add sexual orientation and gender identity language to the 2010 Affordable Care Act. So basically, it's going to be... An so they can go back and retroactively alter a law that was passed 12 years ago? Apparently. that Well, they're going to try. To to make an elective surgery. Well, no. they, they Mandatory. Say, they say that anyone who identifies as LGBT, uh-huh. they must receive from their insurer mm-hmm. payment for the medically necessary care. Well, there is no medically necessary okay. care for a gender. That's that's something that you decide you want to do. Okay, but what if the clinical evidence does support 
medically necessary gender affirming care. And it shows that. So if such, we completely change reality. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, what if such coverage can mm-hmm. significantly improve the health and well being of the patients? Okay. I mean, if it's medically necessary, shouldn't it be covered? If you get a policy that has that in there. Well, now all insurers would be required to pay for that, but, which means that we all would be paying for somebody else's gender. Which means health insurance premiums gonna go up. are going to continue to rise. But see, your, your premise is flawed. This is not medically necessary. Well, and you would be absolutely right. The clinical evidence shows otherwise. There was a 2019 study. Mm-hmm. It's the largest data set of patients who have undergone gender-affirming surgeries. Right. And in that study, they found those surgeries demonstrated no advantage mm-hmm. of surgery in relation to subsequent mood or mm-hmm. anxiety disorder-related health care. Or it, suicides. It, it like, it, exactly. Mm-hmm. It found no benefits of to chemical interventions such as cross-sex hormones, et cetera, et cetera. And, and see, look, when you're dealing with someone who is, is transgender, the biggest risk to their life at that point becomes a mental health situation. There's there's a much pronounced, uh, a much uh, increased percentage of folks who are transgender, claim to be transgender, who deal with suicide. If the surgery doesn't reduce that, then what are we doing it for? And see, we're back to forcing insurers, medical providers, or yep. those in, enrolled in these health plans to pay for or to perform mm-hmm. procedures that, for many of them, violate their medical expertise and their religious beliefs. God created them man and woman. He didn't create them man or woman or something. Yeah, it w- the rule would violate Americans' basic rights and harm, in many instances, the very people it seeks to help. It's time now to dig deep. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, whoop, about to step down. Well, last week, President Biden went to New York City to capitalize on a crisis up there. Remember that the left, they always say you never let a good crisis go to waste, Oh, when he went to New York talking about guns. Yeah, so the two police officers were shot and killed in the line of duty by a criminal with an illegal weapon. So Biden went up there to talk about gun control. And how, how, what, that no rights are absolute in the Constitution. Here's what also he said. Here's the quote. Congress needs to do its part to pass universal background checks, ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines, close loopholes and keep out the of the hands of domestic abusers weapons repeal the liability shield for gun manufacturers so let me uh, just real quick going through this uh universal background check would that have worked in this case where the guys had had a stolen weapon that he took across state lines and shot two police officers would a universal background check have stopped that wouldn't have done no. anything because that, about- that's what happens when you increase gun control uh-huh. it's not the law-abiding citizen that I mean, that it's is, not is, the law breaker that's going to exactly okay. Uh, banning assault weapon. This was a pistol, not an assault weapon. A uh, high capacity magazine and forty. It did have forty bullets in it. Uh, loopholes. No, that didn't do it. Okay. Anyway, uh, there's a new poll out by Rasmussen that the president may want to pay attention to. Here's the quote: Only forty-two percent of Americans think the United States needs stricter gun control laws, while forty-nine percent says the country does not because many of them live in states yeah. where gun control is already strict and yet guess what that's There's, where we're seeing the highest violence it, exactly chicago new york city baltimore they all have very strict gun laws in both the city and in the state and yet the violence keeps rising 
the plurality of Americans don't think we need stricter gun laws. Again, take the case of the New York officers uh, killed in the line of duty. What new law would have saved their lives? It's already illegal to murder a police officer. It's illegal to shoot at a police officer. It's illegal to take a gun, an unregistered handgun, across state lines from Maryland to New York. It's illegal to possess a stolen firearm. It's illegal for a felon yeah, to possess exactly. a firearm. I was going to say that one None as well. of those stopped the murder of those two New York's police officers. Now, the same Rasmussen poll that says we don't need new gun laws says we just need to do a better job of enforcing the gun laws we already have. Here's the quote. 63% of American adults believe the United States needs stricter enforcement of existing gun control laws. And here is where it's so sinister. So you've got Democrats out mm -hmm. there that are advocating for more gun control laws. Right. And yet they're also advocating to defund the police, ah. the very folks who would enforce mm -hmm. those gun laws. So it's almost as if they're like, yeah, we're going to pass the more and more gun control laws. Right. And yet at the same time, we're going to sabotage mm -hmm. our ability, the country's ability to enforce those laws in the first place. Or you have DAs that simply drop cases they don't they don't they let people out on bail they they the da's aren't serious about it and then you've got judges that are playing along with it look if you don't enforce your standards you don't have standards if you don't enforce your laws you don't have laws but maybe the people who wrote biden's speech already knew this because you know biden didn't write that he was surprised by the pages just by anybody else absolutely right? okay you know that line about congress doing its part and the laundry list that biden had that was towards the end of the speech. Here's a line that was up at the top. Quote, the answer is not to defund the police. It's to give you the tools, the training, the funding to be partners, to be protectors. That's what Biden said in that same speech. He said that at the top. That's confusing. I mean, it's and very contradictory, obviously. Well, he was saying that the federal government. He, he wanted to give the federal government taxpayer money to local jurisdictions to refund the police. That's what his proposal is, is that Congress spend money for local cities. Look, there, there are two big problems with this. One, it's not it's not the police who aren't doing the jobs. It's the prosecutors. When the cops arrest someone for illegally possessing a gun and the D.A. lets them go by home by the end of the day, that's the problem. More funding on police doesn't solve that problem. It's an ideological shift that needs to happen. But two, it's not the federal government's job to fund local police. That's a local issue. Local governments who took money away from their own police departments shouldn't get reimbursed by the federal government after they defunded their police. Right, because where did they put those funds that they took away from the police? It, what is that? They didn't just, give it back to the taxpayers. Exactly. So we're just spending more money we don't have. When the pol the local police should have gotten their local dollars, not federal. I don't want my federal tax dollars going to San Francisco or Seattle or Chicago because of dumb decisions made there. The local governments who defunded their own police departments need to refund their own police departments with that local money they took away. And they need to replace those elected officials that defunded the police. Hmm. They need to replace those district attorneys that aren't prosecuting the criminals until... They get law and order back in their communities. We don't need new gun laws. We need to enforce the ones that are already there. We've got a bright spot. Stick around. You're standing on American ground with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. All right. So the Canadian people uh -huh. enjoy their freedoms 
subject to the reasonable limits that Parliament, the government, and the courts decide in Canada. So it's people who get to decide what their rights are in Canada. Exactly. Yeah. It's not... Sometimes unreasonable people. And of course, here in the United States, our rights are granted to us Mm -hmm. by the Creator. So as much as Biden may want to fantasize here in America... That, that there's no amendment to the Constitution that is absolute. Yeah. Hey, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to shred the Constitution. Actually, pretty clearly, the Tenth Amendment is absolute. No power that is not expressly given to the administration or to Congress in the uh, Constitution is all the all those powers that aren't given to the federal government. Those are reserved to the states or the people. And that is absolute. And and we may have to talk about this on the other side of this segment. But the Biden administration, the Homeland Security, now has declared a heightened terrorism threat due to false and misleading narratives. And you know what some of the examples are of false and misleading narratives? For for terrorism. For terrorism. Uh Uh-huh. What is that? Misleading narratives regarding election fraud and COVID-19. This is what your federal government considers to be a terror threat. Uh, And you know what misinformation used to be? Misinformation used to be you shouldn't wear a mask. Oh, wait, misinformation then was you should wear a mask. Oh, wait, no, now it's you shouldn't. Wait, I don't know. No, your official statement of what is and what is not misinformation changes with the whims of the tyrants in power. The Department of Homeland Security needs to be dissolved. Is in a heightened terror threat environment because of election fraud and COVID-19 misinformation. Here's the problem. Our government is more interested in itself than it is in protecting the people. That's the problem. Let's get to a bright spot. So the Canadian trucker protest is now entering its third week. And I was looking at some of the pictures. You've seen some of the reporting. Oh, You've seen the pictures out of Ottawa. And I posted an article to our Facebook page in case anybody wants to go look at some of these pictures. There's something that really struck me about it. We're told by Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, this is a racist, violent mob that has descended on the Capitol, right? And and yet if you see the photos Uh of those, you see the faces of those who are participating in this protest yeah they're anything but racist i mean they're all i mean it it looks like a rainbow in terms of and look canada is much whiter than the united states not just because of snow but the population is much whiter than the united states but still you do have a mix of races in those crowds and what i see in the pictures are lots of smiling faces they're angry at the vaccine mandates and they're angry at the erosion of their freedoms, but they aren't angry people per se. At least that's not what the photos show. No, there's no violence. There's no mm-hmm. graffiti. You know, no one set fire to any building and right. then had CNN report that these are mostly, mostly peaceful. peaceful. These protesters are willing to show their faces. That's how I can tell that they're smiling. They don't have masks on. Look, it's winter in Canada. It's cold. They could hide their faces with ski masks or scarves. That might seem reasonable. But they aren't doing that. They are willing to have their faces associated with the movement that tells you something. And that's the bright spot. Think back to the riots in 2020 and 2021 of Antifa and BLM. Think back to the images of those. Okay? Oh, yeah. They, they had those. Uh, what did their faces look like? 
You couldn't tell. You, I mean, couldn't you tell. could barely see their eyes. Were they smiling? I have no idea. Were they happy? I if they're setting fire to buildings, I'm pretty sure they're not. They had masks on. Most people associated with the BLM and Antifa riots didn't actually want to be associated with the riots. They wanted to riot, they just didn't want people to know they were the ones rioting. Well, I, I, so they wore masks. Well, yeah, but at the same time they were also committing crimes. Right. But, and so they didn't want to be arrested. And they were beating up reporters who tried to take their pictures, right? The truck drivers in Canada are posing for pictures. Big, big difference. It tells you but, a lot about the worthiness of the cause. But they are being arrested at the same time. Sure. I think, oh, oh, what, almost 500 tickets now. But, but they're showing their faces. Think back to the civil rights marches of the 1950s, 1960s. Okay. Oh, there were no masks. There were no, did Martin not, Luther King not a ever one. hide his face? Not a one. Not once. He even dressed up. He wore a suit and tie even as he's walking across a bridge in the summer heat. And he did it so he'd look good. You know who did hide their faces? The KKK. They wore white hoods. When you when I look at the pictures out of Canada, there are two other groups of people who aren't willing to show their faces. And this first one surprised me. The police. The police in Canada. Look at the pictures. They're the ones confiscating the fuel from the truckers. They are all wearing black face masks. The police in Canada right now well, those won't face, show their but faces. Aren't they, isn't that part of the COVID protocol in Canada? Maybe, but they're not showing their face. The truckers are saying, I'm going to show my face. The police aren't. You know who else isn't showing their face? The counter-protesters. The people who want to protest the truckers, when they show up, they cover their faces. Are you willing to have your face associated with the cost? You and I, a couple weeks ago, we did the March for Life, right? Sure. You and I were carrying, we were in the front. We carried the banner across the bridge, went through downtown. We, it was cold. We showed our face, right? There, there, were, there was no one covering their face at that march. Are you willing to have your face associated with the cause? If not, what does that say about the cause? And should you be associated with it at all? That's absolutely correct. Coming up next, got a moment of well, stick around. You're listening to American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. And see, here's the other part of that. You were talking about wearing masks, those mm -hmm. that don't wear masks, whether you're proud to be associated with a particular movement, is that when you wear a mask, when you make it easier for you to blend into a crowd, you have a decreased sense of personal accountability. Now, psychologists call that uh, de-individuation, and it's a psychological theory to help explain how people, when they are doing something anonymously, mm -hmm. become more capable of acts that rational individuals would normally not do. It, right. It's the unspoken reason that criminals will often disguise themselves with masks mm -hmm. and why it's so easy for folks to engage in harsh criticism of others online because you know there's folks that that's good say, point because facebook is a mask exactly you say things online that right. if you sat across from that same person yeah. with a cup of coffee or or share a coke or whatever yeah you'd never say that but certainly see, not in that way but when you're when it's anonymous right it makes it so easy for you to disconnect right from 
that other human being and, and basically dehumanize them. No, I think it's part of what why, why we get road rage. Because when you're in your car and you're not directly interacting with someone, you think you're kind of invisible a little bit. And then you can speed off. And and nobody has to say, whoa. When I say whoa, I mean whoa. Well, last fall, Officer Coates pulled over a car for speeding in Sterling Heights, Michigan. As soon as he did, a 79-year-old man got out of the car in tears. The man explained to the officer he was having a really bad day. You see, his wife was sick and stuck in bed, and he bought her a TV so she could watch it from bed, but he couldn't figure out how to hook it up. Instead of giving the man a speeding ticket, Officer Coates gave him a helping hand. After talking about it for a few minutes, Officer Coates called a couple of his fellow officers. They all met up in the man's home. They went inside and hooked up the TV for the man and his wife. They even showed him how the remote controls work. And he didn't get a ticket, just got a warning and a well wish. That was public servants. You know, and that's the protect uh-huh. and the serve of our police. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.